Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Quit playing games with my heart. Is this for Elliot or about the Sixers? I think it applies either way. Both. Works for both. Uh, boy, I, tell you, I just can't believe like somebody sits around the house listening to this kind of music. Oh, that's a good one. The 90s were a different yeah, time. Yeah, I was. <laughs> good time. And joining us next, a guy who knows all about that. Of course, Kyle, our next guest, Elliot Shore Parks. ESP. Elliot Shore Parks, sponsored by Bet Parks. Open the Bet Parks app. New users win your first $10 bet and get $125 in bonus bets. Must be 21. In Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Ohio, or Maryland, gambling problem, 1 800 Gambler. Elliot, welcome to the show and happy trade deadline Eve. How you doing, Elliot? What's going on? How are you guys doing today? You excited for a trade? I feel like one's going to happen pretty soon. So, so what do you like. think? What do you? Sorry about that, Elliot. But what do you think they're going to do? Are they going to go kind of all in and get get a, a big name guy, or yeah. just get somebody to help them hold the fort for a little while? So, so I think this situation is set up for them to go out and get a big name guy. Now, I will say a lot of the big names we talked about over the last month are no longer available. Zach Levine presumably not going to be traded. Now that he had that surgery, OG is in, uh, in New York. So a lot of the big names are gone. But guys like uh, Murray are still out there, and I think the Sixers are uniquely set up to go and get them. They have a ton of expiring contracts, which obviously lose their value uh, you know, by 4 o'clock tomorrow because they can't trade them in the offseason. And they have a lot of draft picks, which is something they've not had in a long time. But outside of those two things, they have an incentive to go do something. Like They have to get this team help. Watching them the last two nights, the last two games, it's looked like watching the 0-1 Sixers without Iverson. Like, there is just – there's no hope if, if they don't make a trade. They, they don't have enough guys to stay afloat. This will be a play-in tournament team if they, if they don't make a move. So, I think the combination of those three things is going to lead to a big trade. I agree with that, Elliot. 4-11 and now without you. Well, here's Brian Windhorst. Let's play these names. Windhorst talking about the possible names he's here and can associate with the Sixers. And then let's react to what he said. Here's Brian Windhorst on ESPN. The most likely guys to go are Marcus Morris – Robert Covington, Furkan Korkmaz, maybe Daniel House if you get down the list. And I expect them to try to get guys back who are on. So you talking about targeting a guy like Bruce Brown, team option, targeting a guy like uh, Boyan Bogdanovich, team option. They're going to try to get a maybe a backup center who can sort of play center minutes. So you're talking about potentially a guy like Kelly Olenek, who's in the last year of his deal, Andre Drummond, who's in the last year of his deal. Elliot, when I hear Windhorse, here's my spin on that. They want to try, but every one of those names he put out there, it keeps some flexibility, right? Like Bruce Brown, Bogdanovich, like they're not locked in. It feels like they want to try for this year, for whatever this is going to be, but not impact the future. What do you think about this needle that Maury might be trying to thread here? 
Yeah, when I hear that list of players, I think they're not trying. I mean, that would be an incredibly disappointing uh, turnout if this time tomorrow or, you know, where we're talking about the fact that those are the players they've ac- those that they've acquired. None of those players are difference makers. If they have MVP-level Joel and Maxie's playing well, do those players make them better? Sure. I think they're, they're slight upgrades or, you know, maybe more than that over what they have currently. But none of those players change, change the playoff seating. And none of those players, I think, like, change the larger picture of what's going on with the team. You look at where the team is at and, like, what more you should be trying to do. This whole cap space plan thing to me seems very risky, and that's why I think it's probably a lie. Like, coming into, going into this offseason with the plan of signing a free agent, that's incredibly risky. You don't know if he'll come here. You don't know who's going to be there. It, it impacts how you can sign your other guys. So this trade deadline is the time to go do it. Like, this is your best chance to use assets to acquire a star. And if the result of, like, the Harden trade and all this – is that they acquire Andre Drummond again. Like, that would be that would be incredibly disappointing if that's the outcome. Elliot, you mentioned Tyrese Max there, and I saw you talking about him a couple nights ago. He did not play very well against Dallas, and they need him to play better here. Elliot, where are you on Maxie? Because it's, it's interesting, the discourse on him. I, I think we've vacillated here between probably at times overrating and underrating him since he became a sixer. He's obviously a good player. He's an all-star. He's developing really well really quickly. But the reality is you look at him since, what, the beginning of December? He's shooting 43%. He has not played great for a while here. Where are you on Maxi? And it feels like it's a big time for him the next month or so. Yeah, I think one thing you said in there is really where everyone should be with Maxi is he's an all-star. And if he's going to be an all-star, then he should be expected to carry the team better than he has. I'm not saying that with Maxi as the best player, they should be as good as they are when Joel is there. Obviously, that's not the case. There's like five or six players in the league that I think are good enough individually to carry their team to a top seed in the conference. Maxie's not one of them. But Maxie has to be a player that when Joel is out, the team is better than 4-11. and 11. And I think the concerning thing with Maxie is when Joel's there and he's playing great, yeah, Maxie looks awesome. But a lot of players look great around Joel when Joel's playing awesome. The issue is when Maxie isn't there, I'm sorry, when Joel isn't there, Maxie, you know, gets shut down somewhat easily. He had 15 points against Dallas. He didn't play well against Brooklyn. Obviously a great uh, showing against the Jazz, but that was mostly just because he hit an unreal amount of his threes. Uh, the concern I have is that if Maxie's going to be your main guy, I don't think he can be the top option on the perimeter. And that's why they have to go out and get like a Murray or somebody else that can be your top perimeter guy if Maxie is you know, playing like he has without Joel. Hugh, your guy, DeJounte Murray. Yeah, that's who the guy that I've been looking at. How feasible do you think? And what if we got DeJounte Murray, how, would, how do you think he would fit into this, this Sixers organization or this Sixers lineup? Yeah, so I think uh, uh, he would help in a couple ways. One, I think that he would take pressure off Maxie as, as the main ball handler. So one benefit of that would be Maxie can go back to just being the elite scorer, like elite three-point shooter type of guy. He doesn't have to worry about getting people involved. So that's, that's one benefit of getting married. The other benefit is that if – Maxi is not on top of his game, or if Joel is not there, Murray is someone that can, could potentially carry the team. I know that in Atlanta they have not, you know, been like a top seed with him as the top guy, mm-hmm. but they have been a playoff. Like you know, they they've been in playoff contention. He's played in playoff games, I believe. So like he is someone that if Embiid's not playing well or Maxi's not playing well, he's more than he he is capable of getting you you know thirty plus points to to win a game. So I think Murray fits in in that way. He is someone that when the pressure is on and they're playing in big games or they need someone to step up, he's someone that can do that. I think someone like Andre Drummond is a nice role player, but but Drummond's not carrying you. Murray comes in and he can be the guy if they need him to be. 
We're talking Elliott Shore Parks here as uh, we get ready for the NBA trade deadline tomorrow. The Sixers trying to hold this thing together without Joel Embiid. All right, now let me ask you a big picture question about Daryl Morey. He's obviously accomplished. He does a lot of things well, and he's won a lot. No championship, but he's won a lot in the NBA. But one thing I've, I've criticized him before is I think sometimes he can be too, I don't know, black and white about things. Like, hey, these are our title odds, and I'm not doing this unless it changes our title odds. Elliot, do you think he owes it to the team to do something now? Because part of me thinks he's probably looking at now like our title odds took a hit. I mean, they're 42 to one yeah. now. So I think there's a part of Darren Moore is probably like, is it worth it? We're probably not going to win the title this year. But do you think he owes it to the team, Joel, if he can come back, Maxi, the fans, whatever, to try here before tomorrow? So it's an interesting question. I would say first that their best chance to do something is right now. Like whether he believes in this team, doesn't want to help the team, you know, all those things, they have more assets to make a move right now than they will this offseason. So regardless of how he feels, I think you have to attack the trade deadline with that in mind. So, so there's that part of it. But the second part of it is, yes, I do think he owes, like he owes it to Tyrese Maxey to go out and get Maxey help. Um, you know, this could probably be a four-hour conversation if we wanted to go there with it but like joel in the early stages of the process one thing people said was if he's around losing too much it's going to impact him and i don't know if that definitely ended up being the case but if you're going to have maxi basically go four and eleven over you know whatever percentage that would be over two months like how does that impact him right like like how does maxi going out there every night and not being able to be the guy in this team suffering like how does that impact him long term i think you owe it to maxi to go out and get players around him that can make him better and help him over this stretch. Because otherwise, this could be a really ugly two months for, for how long Joel's out. Elliot, before we throw an Eagles question at you, I just got to bring this up because I haven't heard it talked so much. I heard Joe a couple mornings ago mention what they've done. I think it's being under-talked about here because it's, people don't want to acknowledge it. I'm sure you know about it. Elliot, the, James Harden on the Clippers, they look yeah. incredible right now. They, they, ha- <laughs> they have the best record in the West. They have no player on that team is top 35 in usage rate, which basically says they're sharing the basketball between Kawhi, Paul George, and James Harden. Elliot, what do you make of this? I mean, Harden right now looks like he's on a team that could go very far in the playoffs, and we're, we're not uh, in that space right now here. Yeah, I think there's a real chance that it ends up looking like the Sixers made a massive mistake trading him and a real chance that it looked like Maury's handling of the Harden situation cost them a, a real chance at a title. I mean, James Harden was really good for them last year. We all know in the, there were some playoff games where he was not great, but you look at how he's playing in L.A., you look at what he gave them last year, I mean, he single-handedly won them two playoff games. And for him to one out, basically what it seems like, either you know money or miscommunication on Daryl's part, like it felt like it was all avoidable. So, you know, you started this call talking about maybe they'll get Andre Drummond or, or you know, Bruce Brown or Kelly Olynyk. None of those guys are as good as James Harden. They're not even in the same stratosphere as James Harden. But that's what we're talking about trading these Harden assets for. So, yeah, I mean, Harden's playing outstanding. They could certainly use a player like Harden. And if this thing collapses and the Clippers actually make a playoff run, it's going to look really bad for Daryl Moore. I agree with that. All right, Elliot, an Eagles question. Um, If I asked this a year ago or asked anyone, I think it would have been an easy answer. The next five years, which team would have more success, Eagles or Niners? Let's ask it again now as the Niners are back in the Super Bowl and we know the Eagles season didn't end well. Elliot, the future. We'll just use, you know, five years. You can't go beyond that in football. Who do you think has more success, Eagles or Niners? It's a great question. I saw you tweet this earlier. I've been thinking about it, you know, since then. 
I think you would probably still have to go with the Eagles just because I believe that they have a better GM. And I still think that, you know, they could have the better quarterback. Purdy's playing better now. But Hurts, I think, was drafted higher for a reason. He outplayed Purdy, obviously, you know, substantially last year. And I think the Eagles' track record of success is long enough where you can bet on them moving forward. I also think the gap between them isn't as big as people think. Like, the Eagles' offense, I think, can be right there with the Niners' offense next year. The Eagles' defense, for as much as people rip it, they were the better unit in the playoffs than the offense was against Tampa. So it's very close. I wouldn't fault anyone for picking San Francisco. But I think banking on the track record of Howie and Jeffrey as like of people that run the team, I think would be the smart bet when picking between the two. Elliot, good stuff. We're excited. We know you're going to be here tomorrow. So we'll have fun having Elliot with us tomorrow. Appreciate On you. trade deadline day, Elliot. I'm sure we'll react to a lot and have some fun. Elliot, thank you, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Yep, sounds good. Talk to you guys. There he goes. Elliot Shore Parks. Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow we're lining up a big show tomorrow. It's trade deadline day. We're a couple days from the Super Bowl with Andy Reid in it. So uh, we got some uh, we got some fun things planned for tomorrow, including Ellie could be with us as we uh, we count down the minutes until the NBA trade down. And of course, big game coverage on ninety four WIP presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit. SoloStove.com There. All right. So we I, I brought it up with Elliot late there in the interview, but he reacted to it. I don't think it's being talked about much here because I don't think anyone wants to acknowledge it. Hugh, have you seen what's going on with the Clippers and James Harden? Uh, I've I've heard about it, haven't watched it. Uh, have a friend of mine, Marcellus Wiley, who's a big Clippers mm. fan, and I follow it vicariously through him because he's having a ball out there going to the Clippers game. They are twenty six and five in their last thirty one games. They have the number one offense in the NBA, and he is loving it. <laughs> he's a big Clippers fan. Look, I, I don't think most people here are, are dying to have, bring James Harden back or wish he was still here. The Harden thing was what it was, but... Isn't it ironic? It is ironic. He's winning the divorce. The Maury Harden divorce right now is... She didn't got to start working out and got right. Yeah, Man, yeah. I mean, Kyle, it just feels like adding a little, like, just a gut punch. I mean, Joel's hurt again, right? That's a shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, I mean, there's. I think there's a really good chance Harden goes further in the postseason. Well, they're the right. number one team oh, in the West well, right okay, now. Okay, hold on, but pump the brakes. Like this is what James Harden does. Right, but it, oh, he so, goes to the postseason and then fails. Uh, and he, like, what's I know, different? I know. But now that he's playing well for the Clippers and not here, we're like James Harden, dude. Like well, he's gonna he's gonna screw up again. Okay. Let's be real. He you might. Hope. He might. Now you they hope. they also have George and, and Leonard, so they might still win even if he's not great. But what did we get back for him? They got parts that they're not even gonna. Are they gonna use those parts for something else? I'm just saying, like it's like, man, I, and I think they start 0 5 with Harden, and they still have the best record in the West. Yes, the the biggest twist of the dagger would be, I, and I know he's struggling to a, a great deal right now, but a Doc Rivers Bucks versus James Harden oh, Clippers no. Finals no, no. would just. Could you imagine? Who do you root for? I'm rooting for Doc. I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for. Celebrate him. <sighs> oh, he would Doc. be celebrating Doc. Yeah, I would definitely. I would will we be. have a Doc Appreciation Day? Oh, no, right. I can't. That might be pushing it just a Doc tad. or Harden, if that's the finals? That might be pushing it just I'll a I'll tell tad, you, people yeah. are not going to watch here. I mean, look, here. we're about to deal with the Niners-Chiefs, and then after that— That's an easier a, pill a to swallow, and, though. Well, and, people have come around to like Andy. I, I think yeah. my point is that, like, we can only take so much abuse. I know. <laughs> this is brutal. I don't even try to tell me what the baseball is. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm Let's not just leave that out. All right, 215-592-9494. Will in the Northeast. Hey, Will. Hey, how you doing, bro? Good, Will. Will. What's up, buddy? All right, I just was spraying this talk real quick, but um, uh, everything's good, man. Um, I just wanted to say, like, my analogy of what really went wrong with the Eagles 
just check it out real quick. Mm-hmm. Now, remember how Mike Tyson was like bullying everybody, knocking everybody out, right? Mm-hmm. And then finally, they he came across a person that didn't have nothing to lose, and you know, he just gave him everything he got and knocked Mike Tyson out, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing with the Eagles. They felt they came across their friend. They didn't have nothing to lose. They wanted revenge. And, you know, they gave it to the Eagles. Now, the same analogy. When Mike, when, when they found out Mike's weakness, they studied the tapes. And then guess what? That was the era of the, um, the Mike Rain. The same thing with the Eagles. You know what I'm saying? They, they did the blueprint. They seen what, where their weakness was. They seen we was one-dimensional. And they keyed in on it. And that's kind of what ended our season. One more fact I want to make. The thing I kept saying the Eagles was missing the whole year was a power back, right? You see what's in the Super Bowl. You got two strong runners. Tochenko for Kansas City, and you got Debo and McCaffrey for, um, for, for um, San Francisco. San Francisco. Yep. And I believe, like, if we would have had a, a power back, it would have took a lot of pressure off Jalen. And it would have opened up a lot of things as far as, you know, um, it's passing, running, you know, short dump offs, everything. You know, and I, re- I really believe that's what we need to pick up in the offseason. We need somebody that's going to wear that defense down and be able to carry the team. You know what I'm saying? Because if we got a strong power back, and if we was to keep Swift, Swift would get busy. I'm trying to tell you. Because that, that after the, the power back uh, wear the team down, Guess what? Swift can have his way. Hurst can have his way. And it'll open up a lot of things for us. Well, I mean, you look at the team like the Lions, right? They had, uh, they had Gibbs and they had Montgomery. They, yeah, that one-two combination. Yeah, it is good. Will, give us a thought on the Phillies here. Good with the offseason or you thought they needed to do more? Man, um, I really believe the owner is like a great owner for the Phillies, man. And I believe whatever it takes for him to bring in the right players and, you know, fill in the pieces to the puzzle. I think he's going to do it. He's he going to spend that money. He's not stingy with that money. And I believe he's, he's for the fans. He's not all about the money. He's for the fans. That's the difference between a lot of these the Sixers owners and the Eagles owners. This guy really cares about his fans, and he, he wants to win. And he's going to do whatever it takes for the Phillies to win. And we've seen that. Yeah, Will, we've seen that. And, and look, they haven't spent as much this offseason as what we appreciate as they have in other offseasons, but – we heard it this morning with Nebraska. He confirmed all those reports that they tried to get Yamamoto. I mean, they the one report said they offered him $300 million. I mean, they tried. But you, like, I think you said it a little while ago, if he wanted to go to the Dodgers, what are you going to do? Yeah, you can't do anything about that. I mean, move the, the Phillies out west. I mean, that's basically, that's basically what you're going to have to do. Yeah. But they acknowledge that that for them is is a, a blind spot. They need some more. They would like to have some more pitching. But everybody else, they feel like they're right there. And you know what? I would tend to agree with him because there were times during the, during the playoffs where the pitching, we didn't know what we were going to get. We did not know what we were going to get, especially from Wheeler. So it was one of those things. No, it was Nola. I'm sorry. Nola. It was from Nola. Yeah, it was season. from Nola, yeah, because of the season. So it's one of those things where I can see you wanted to upgrade that position a little bit. So uh, that's an interesting point. I think it was was it Rob last hour who was not happy with the Phillies offseason. He brought up that their only big move was re-signing Nola. I, I think if – a little while we talked about how how you end a season impacts how we feel about you, right? Mm-hmm. Jalen didn't end well, so everyone's kind of down on Jalen. The Eagles didn't end well, that's why everyone's down on the Eagles. Aaron Nola ended well. Did we forget what Aaron Nola was last year? He, the, the, the Phillies are running it back. Do, what kind of Aaron Nola do we think we're getting this year? Because remember the Aaron Nola we had for most of last year? It wasn't 
Actually, great. He had a four-something ERA, gave it 32 home runs. In fact, until when? Like, middle of September? We didn't eat... Well, I'm, I'm sure we could go back and find conversations we had about who should be the number two starter in the playoffs. Yeah, it was a, a whole conversation. If, of course about it was. Not he was. Yeah, who was so, ace? Like, I, I understand if we look at his career as a to, uh, in totality, it's like, of course, he's he's a good pitcher, Aaron Nola. But it, is Aaron Nola going to pitch really well this year, or is he going to pitch to a four-something ERA again? I didn't even trust him going up against the Braves. I know. And and he's the he's the biggest thing they, they brought back this offseason – and none of us wanted him on the Braves, and I think we all realize he's good, but he wasn't very good last season. He's an up-and-down guy, though. He is. So we could be due for bounce back, Nola. Oh, I like that idea. Yeah, because it wasn't that kind of like his trend, like one year he yes. was good. Yeah, so he's he's this is bounce back year for him, right? Two years ago, he was incredible. Uh, he, he, I, I thought it was his best year of his career two years ago. So, all right, all right, you made me feel a little better there. Bounce back, Nola. Great, Nola. Glad I could do that. For yeah. Him. About That's the year after for. that, it's then we go backwards. Can't he just be good all the time? <laughs> Full disclosure. I put Michael Lorenzen in my uh, playoff rotation over Aaron Nola at one point. You know he's still onside. <laughs> no team. Oh, no hitter. Are we doing? Are we doing fantasy baseball? Yes, of course we are. Yeah, I didn't do so great with that. I'm, I'm, you know. This is your bounce back fantasy here. That's, I, I, my garbage. that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, I was hot garbage. It was pretty bad. You guys running a team together again? I'm, do I really have a choice? Well, I don't I mean, know. I don't know if if maybe if I, you do have a choice. If, if I ran it by myself, it probably wouldn't be as good. Or I mean, you could just throw Kyle under the bus and say he was the reason. You, you could guys muscle stuck. me <laughs> out if you wanted to. Like you have a you have a case for that. Hey, hey, you know what, Kyle? I don't think that would be smart on my behalf. So no, we're definitely not going to do that. We're definitely not going to take the reins of this thing and act like you know we know exactly what we're doing. You know, you brought up the Lorenzo name. I wouldn't. Would you be shocked if Phillies brought him back before the season started as a depth piece? He seemed to like it here. He did throw a no-hitter here. I, I, like, yeah. If they don't bring anybody else in, would you rather have Michael Lorenzen or, again, Kobe Allard is right now their sixth starter? I'll... He did have that one shining moment, though. He had the no-hitter. On a win in this day. On a random Wednesday. What a night it was. This cat threw a no-hitter. We were at the uh, we were at Eagles. We were at the Eagles, right? Or no, that was the day, day after he threw the no-hitter. When we were at training I camp. I think I was at, I wasn't here that week. That's when I was in Disney. Yeah, but I was at yeah, yeah, you weren't you weren't here, but yeah, I was at training camp. And it was just like a random Wednesday. And I did not know what I was witnessing. Not only did he throw a no hitter, but he shoved like a strong eight in his debut here, remember? In Miami, the first <laughs> one. Who was the no hitter against? Nationals? I th- yeah, it was the Nationals. Okay. No, and I remember I'm sitting there watching it and for the longest I didn't know. That I was watching a no hitter. Oh, I remember that story. Yeah, I came back and like, was I like, I watched it. It was like, I watched it, but I didn't know what I was looking at. <laughs> and everybody's like, You're an idiot. How <laughs> <laughs> did you not know? It's a no hitter. No, because it was a Wednesday. It was a random Wednesday, and it was a no hitter. Like, you think on a you would have known more on a Tuesday or I Monday? Probably, no, I probably would have known. If it was a Friday, yeah. I probably would have known. That's different. More. Yeah, because you're, you're more locked in on a Friday. I agree you with you. You don't expect stuff like that to happen. On a random Wednesday. So Friday nights are for history. Friday nights are, yeah, normally. <laughs> or Thursday. You give it Thursday, Friday night for history. Guys. Wednesdays just blend in. So yeah. n- so tonight, everyone, no history tonight. Sixers and uh, Warriors tonight, no history. Well, yeah, that's right there in town, right? No, are they in town? The Golden State's yeah, in town. No yeah. history besides we used to literally be the Warriors. Well, that's there's actually a lot of history. <laughs> You're right about that. Uh, you guys see the Sixers injury report for tonight? I'm not sure. Who's... Wait a minute. Is, Ma- is Maxie oh. playing? Is Maxie? Uh, he's at his he's illness. Sick. He's a little sick. Oh, oh my fun. gosh. It's yeah, awful. Man. Yeah, it might might not be. You perfect. might call this one an old scheduled loss. We did bring up yeah. Doc there. The tonight tonight might have that feel. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We'll get to everyone's phone calls here. Has the Phillies offseason been too quiet? I think it has. Eagles or Niners over the next five years? Which team will have more success? I believe the Niners. Hugh and Kyle think it's going to be the Eagles. And 
I need everyone to sit down for this. Like, whatever you're doing, make sure you're in a safe place. Sit down. You got to hear the name that is being linked, a potential backup quarterback to Hurts next year. Let's rev that factory up. 215-592-9494. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back. Midday show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hugh Douglas show. Julio. All right, Kyle, can you crank up the uh, quarterback factory? Because we got to get this thing revved up Uh-oh. here. Quarterback we, factory. Well, we know that Marcus Mariota is a free agent, right? He had a one-year deal with the Eagles. So I think it's pretty likely we're going to have a new backup next year. Yep. Now, maybe Tanner McKee, who we liked in, uh, in training camp and the preseason, becomes that guy. Or, Hugh, they could go after more of you know, a, a higher pedigree guy, right? Someone that at one point was a starting quarterback, and maybe now he's a backup, like Mariota. So I saw this story, and I was like, uh, let me just let me look what's in here, right? Because I see this story, and it's a it's about trade rumors involving a former starting quarterback that is no longer a starting quarterback, and it had a potential landing spots on there, including the Philadelphia Eagles. That quarterback, Hugh Douglas, is Zach Wilson, <laughs> like the Jet. <laughs> Zach Zach is uh, a very very polarizing figure, but you better hide your mom's friends. If Zach does come to Philadelphia, I forgot about that. Yeah, because oh, you know a, how he, I, I didn't think about he, that part either. You know how he get down. You know, so you better hide your mom's friends because he coming after him. But uh, I can, like, from the standpoint of similarities to Jalen Hurts, I get it. Mobile quarterback. I don't know if I, I does he have a great arm? I think, he's a, I, I think he's a good arm because it's like you you barely see him throw passes. I could see having him on the team and, and us trying to fix him 
and fitting the mold of the quarterback that you, you kind of want. But how much are we giving up for Zach? Very little. I mean, yeah, it, yeah I, I'm, I would give up nothing more than a seven, six or seventh round. Yeah, it, 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 I can see that because he's still on a contract for what, two more years? So he was drafted in 2021. So he's up. I think he's probably up for a, a, a deal coming up, right? So this would be the last year before the fifth year option, which they would not. They would not put pick that. Up the yeah. Year. So right. So it's yeah. a one year thing. He'd be yeah. a cheap backup. Yeah. That's I'll take him. I'll take him for that. But not that cheap because he was the second pick in the draft, right? He wouldn't be overly expensive. But what does that cost? Eight million? Six million? Five? I don't know what that number is, but he was a high pick. Now, if you remember, they had some interest apparently in him before that draft. They didn't, you know, they had the what the Eagles had the sixth pick, and then they there was a rumor they talked to the Jets about moving up. Yeah, the we, Jets, we don't have to, we don't have to well, I'm just saying, like, there's a connection here. You say you dodged that bullet. There's a connection here. <laughs> You're like, woo. Now, <laughs> missed out on that crazy. To be fair, the, he stunk in the NFL, so I can't imagine they like him as much as they did coming out of BYU. I am all for trying to resuscitate a former starting quarterback. I think I always like that as a backup. Like these guys, they can be resuscitated into something. Like Sam Darnold's behind Purdy in San Francisco. But boy, Zach Wilson's a tough sell. He stinks. Yeah, big time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it's one of those things, man, where his demeanor makes me feel like he's unfixable. Like, you just don't change. Like, he sat there in a press conference, and they asked him, did he let his team down? And he looked them straight in the face and said, nah. Like, that's who he really is. So you're saying it wouldn't play well here? Nah, that wouldn't. <laughs> like, he would get he would get ratio. I would be scared. If he did that here in Philadelphia, I would be scared to go out to eat. Like, seriously, I would be scared to go out to eat. Because there's rumors, like, it was a couple years ago. What was it? Uh, some team came here. I think it was baseball season, and they didn't feed him. At a certain it's restaurant. The Astros. They, yeah. They wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Angels wouldn't send them steaks. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's like that attitude would not fly. That dog would not hunt here in Philadelphia. So, no. So, are we all three and no, or is yeah. there any yeses in the room? I'm out. I'm out on no, Zach. Out, He's too bad. bad. Is that the case? Yeah. Thing? Well, so here's the thing. I guess I view who the backup for this team should be, the second stringer, as a guy who all you really need from him. And actually, I look at it a little bit differently than what Hugh was just saying. I think it should be a guy that has a different skill set than Jalen Hurts. So if he has to come in in the game, it's kind of like a little change-up or a curveball for the mm-hmm. defense that prepared all week for a quarterback like Jalen Hurts, and then all of a sudden they got a different guy. Zach Wilson's probably a little too similar in skill set to Jalen Hurts, also not good enough. I don't trust him to be a guy to go in there and just win me one game. Like, it, it, Let's all be honest about this. We're in a situation where Hurts is done for the year. We're probably screwed anyway. We're not looking for a backup that can come in and win you a Super Bowl a la Nick Foles. You want a guy that can help you tread water? for the game or two that Hurts is going to be out. I don't even trust Zach Wilson to be that guy. I, when I look at his numbers, I, he looks like a bad quarterback from 30 years ago. 57% completion in his career. He has a passer rating of 73. My goodness. But that name is out there. I'm sure there'll be more as the Eagles roster churn in the offseason happens. I do think they're going to have a, a new backup, You know, probably a guy that has some some cachet. Either we used to be a high pick, like Mariota was, or whatever. He used to be somebody. He used to be was was supposed to be. How about that? Has been or never was. He was. He was supposed to be somebody. I used to be somebody. There's a lot of backups that are supposed to be. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Sam Darnold in uh, in the with the Niners. Sam Darnold is at the Super Bowl. I know. Right now, chilling. He's one injury away a, from coming in on Sunday. About he, to get a ring. He, he might. Well, I mean, if they win, he gets it. 215-592-9494. Let's go back to the phone lines here. A lot to react to. Eagles or 49ers? Next five years, which team has the brighter future and will be more successful? I believe it's the 49ers, Hugh and Kyle on the Eagles, and Philly's offseason. 
Was it too quiet? Aaron Nola, the only real thing of substance they've done. Hopefully they do a little bit more before we get to the start of the season. All right, Christopher is in California. Hey, Chris. What's going on, guys? How you doing, What's buddy? Up, what are you thinking today? Hey, best, honestly, best show on WIP. I love you guys. Um, there was a lot to react to as far as me being on hold and listening to you guys. Uh, the little debate that you had with another caller named Chris uh, about Kyle Schrober being first mm-hmm. uh, leadoff or fourth, and that was a good debate because I was I was thinking about him being at first, but or leadoff. But I'm, I, you know, the other guy got me thinking about him being in the four hole. Um, anyway. Zach Wilson, in, in the words of uh, LaShawn McCoy, Zach, Will, uh, Zach Wilson's ass. Zach is ass. Um, yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, so no on him. Um, but as far as going to your guys' uh, poll, the 49ers will be the better ones uh, for the next five years. Um, you got an average quarterback uh, with Jalen Hurts. you got an average head coach with Nick Sirianni. Um, and it's debatable whether or not uh, John Lynch and Harry Roseman, um, who's better there? Uh, I think Harry Roseman deserves the name. He's not. He's not the two-time that dude right now. He is. Uh, he's a weasel. Um, and then uh, Mr. Lurie, he's Mr. Hollywood. He has more hardware or awards with his filmmaking than he does Super Bowls. So those guys need to get back on track. Um, we need to actually get somebody at the backup position to compete with Jalen Hurts to put him over the edge because I don't think, like I said, and I'll continue to say this, and let, let, let me just say this. I won't ever call WIP again ever in my life to give you guys a hard time if Jalen Hurts actually wins the Super Bowl. He won't. So I'll just leave you guys at that. I mean, Well, I want you to keep I, calling because I think your calls are interesting. But, yeah, that's a, that, that, you put it on the line. I like that. If he wins the Super Bowl, you put down your mic and you're done. So, Chris, you called Hurts average and think yeah. they should bring in competition from for the starter or just have a good backup? Well, I mean, my take, you guys n- never agreed with my take, and I'm, I don't know. <laughs> Wait a minute, say I, the I, name that you – that the guy you want him to bring in. What's his name? Kenny? Yeah, bring in Kenny Pickett. Steelers don't want him. The Steelers don't want him. You know, bring him in, compete for the starting job. Kenny compete Pickett, for that huh? Starting- yeah, Kenny Pickett is on a on a oh. contract. What is it? Seven million dollars compared to might even be less because he was like the twentieth or something pick in the draft. So, Chris, and we appreciate it. If the Steelers dump Kenny Pickett, I would take him as a backup quarterback. Without as a question. backup, yeah, yeah, he lost me at competing for the start. Yeah, no, but I mean, he just came out of the draft two years ago. He hasn't even played that much because he had hurt this year at the end. He didn't start playing until what the middle of his first season. He's what? How many starts with he has in the NFL? Seventeen, eighteen. Probably his one season or so of games under his belt. Twenty starts, maybe on the high end. Yeah, sure. If they dump, I don't think the Steelers are going to dump Kenny Pickett. Why would they do that? Yeah, I mean, who's their know, quarterback if they, they dump Kenny Pickett? One. I wonder what the fascination with Kenny Pickett is. Out it's of his, all the that's names, his guy. That's his guy. Like out of all the names that you could like be infatuated with, I don't understand. It is a weird with Kenny Pickett. Yeah. I really don't. The Steelers feel like a candidate to bring in a well, to tie this in a Zach Wilson to compete with Kenny Pickett. Yeah, that's a guy you have someone compete with. Yes, and maybe he wins the job and he figures it out, Kenny Pickett. But yeah, I I doubt he'd be be arriving here. It just it hits when he calls Jalen Hurts average. No, it does because like and and you're entitled to to have your opinion, but I, I think like words like average don't validate your opinion when you don't back it up with like 
the the stats or or whatever argument you choose to use to valid to validate you calling him average mm. because he's not that. Like when you talk about him in college, like let's let's talk about him in college or what he's been in the pros over the last couple of years. He's better than average. So I understand that you know you have an agenda, which is fine to have your agenda. But when you use trigger words, you 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 just only thing you do is make people look at you sideways because you really didn't bring enough meat on that bone to validate you calling him average, to be totally honest. And, and here's why it hits me, because the Eagles need him to be way more than average. I, yeah. I, I don't think – like, when I think about Hurts and his future, I don't think the Eagles need him to be a top-five quarterback. That'd be great. They just need to be better good. than he was at the end of the year. Yeah, they need to be good. And I would say, if you tell me right now, like, what would you sign up for? If he's somewhere in the 6-10 to 10 range – I'll be okay with that. I know they paid him a lot of money, but there's a lot of good quarterbacks, yeah, right? And, get, and, and, and I'll take six to ten. And let's look at it like this, and let's be totally honest. The quarterback is going the way of the, the if you want to use the word average, average player in the NBA. You know, like we, we talk about Tobias Harris all the time and how much money he's making. But you're saying they all get a lot of money. Everybody's getting a lot of money. So let's, like we need to move from that argument because quarterbacks – if you have one that looks like he can half-ass play or halfway play, if his contract is up, you're going to sign it. Why do you think it took so long? And this might be a bad example, but think about it. They didn't want to let Lamar Jackson go, but they didn't want anybody else to have him either. Like, think about it like that. Quarterbacks are going to get paid. Regardless to what you think about Brock Purdy, when it's time, whatever happens Sunday, whenever it's time for Brock Purdy to come up and get paid – He's going to get paid. He might not get the the be the highest paid quarterback, but he's going to be in that cul-de-sac. So I agree with you, what you're saying here. This is what happens, right? That's why Daniel Jones got forty a year. Yes, Baker is probably going to get about forty million dollars this offseason. Because if you if they can half-ass play, because it's the one position that like you can you don't need a Tom Brady to win at that position, but you better have you a Trent Dilfer. All right, let you me, better have a Trent Dilfer. <laughs> let me throw out a, a theory I've had for a long time, and I, no one's had the guts to do it yet. Hugh, you're right. It's the market, right? Like, if you yeah. have a decent quarterback you and their contract's up, you're afraid of losing them, so you just pay them. That's why Daniel Jones got too much money. Baker's going to get too much. Baker's not a $40 million a year quarterback. Maybe Hurts isn't a $50 million a year quarterback, but whatever. That's what we have now. Hugh, I think at some point a team's going to try not to do this. And, when I, and my, my, my theory is they're just going to roll over rookie quarterbacks. Right, so like, I don't know, Kyle keeps bringing up Purdy. Maybe it's the Niners. Yeah, they might try it. Where they say, we have a great team, our coach can get any good quarterback to look great, and we'll just draft another one and never pay the quarterback. I do wonder if it's going to happen one day. you got to have guts to do it. Yeah, but even even if that's the case, Bob Purdy's going to get paid. By someone. Yeah, he's going to get paid because you can't take his body of work. Who was the quarterback? Uh, Green Bay. Uh, I want to say Flynn. Was it Flynn? M- Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn. When he went to he went to Seattle, right? And then yes. Russell beat him out in ten and seconds. Beat him out, but he got paid. He got money. He got paid for a small sample size. Another name. Uh, he was here. Uh, Kevin Kevin Cobb. Yep. Mm-hmm. Small sample size got paid. You pay for quarterbacks, man. So so we need to move off of the money thing because every if you can half ass play quarterback, like I've been saying, you're gonna get a payday. You're going to get a payday. Until someone zigs when everyone's acting. <laughs> yeah. I'm never doing I mean, it. I don't know if that always makes it like the the right move. I think it's the, you're kind of into a corner yeah, with that. Like you and, have and to. You're and afraid, that's okay. You're afraid but, of yeah, that's what that's what That's what that position is. Well, so uh, here's kind of how I view the Hurts and the money thing. Like, I think you could win a Super Bowl with the way Jalen Hurts played 
last season. But that has to be with a roster around him that, you know, can't take up $250 million of the cap if you want to have him play that way and surround him with a good enough team for him to win the Super Bowl. Now, if they're going to try and win uh, with a, a, a team like that constructed on pennies, because you're paying the quarterback $250 million, then, then Jalen's got to play better. I yeah. think it's that simple. The, the perfect storm, to be totally honest about the quarterback, is what the San Francisco 49ers are doing yep. right now. Jalen Hurts capitalized off a position that he put his team in. And, and you know what the funny thing about it? When Jalen Hurts signed this contract, it was a bargain. Now it doesn't look like so much of a bargain because of the way that he played. But when you think about the realm of quarterbacks and where they are, he was a bargain. He took a pay cut. If you, if you want to be honest about it. And I know people in the car, what the hell you mean Huey took a pay cut? When you look at the average of what quarterback was getting and what he could have asked for, $250, $250 million, $250, $250 now, million. Now is a bargain. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, a, it's not that much for that QB position. But now it, it's become more of a factor because of the situation that the team is in, and it looks like we're in a dire need to get other positions and, and, yeah. and, and you know, dole out our resources somewhere else. It's the biggest cheat code in the NFL, yeah. having the cheap quarterback. But the reality is they only stay cheap for so long, and then you're, you're backed into a corner like Kyle said. you got to pay him. It's why the Niners are in a great spot now, and we'll see after next year what they are when Purdy's eligible to get paid. But they have this year, and they have next year before they could touch Purdy's contract. Cowboy Jim is up next, I'm sure, with some big-time NFL knowledge for us. What's up, Cowboy Jim? Joe, Hugh, Kyle. All right, you're not going to hang up on me, right? Yeah, I was. I, well, I was thinking about it. I was thinking, yeah, oh, yeah, I know you were thinking about it. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, you said I'd call again and say something stupid. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, flukery. I've looked it up in the dictionary. Did you find that it's one in pic- there? It's a picture of Kyle. No, wait, sorry. There's a picture of Kyle under the word fugly. Okay, and then there's. Uh, I don't roller- give a sh- <laughs> roller coastery. Okay, I can't find that one in the dictionary <laughs> either. All right, so all right. To, all right. What, what do you What do you got here? What, how, what are you adding to the conversation besides insulting us? I'm starting to believe what Howard Eskin says about you guys. Oh, anyway, gosh. anything. <laughs> when I say When I say something stupid, how about when I predicted that the Eagles would go one and three in their last four games, and that the Cowboys win the East? So that's not so stupid, is it? What have I done to deserve? No, that was spot on. Oh, but I mean, no. anyone with eyes could have seen the Eagles were in some real trouble. And this uh, Niners and Eagles question, that's disrespectful to the Cowboys. This is a joke, quite frankly. You're you're not even going to win the East. All right? You know Niner and Cowboy fans are laughing at this dumb question. But the the Cowboys don't belong in the debate. The Eagles and Niners have been the two teams. I mean, technically, y'all pooped the bed way before we did. Actually, if we're being being honest about the last six or seven years, the Rams and Packers deserve more in this conversation than the Cowboys. They've been to title games. Stop. Just stop. stop? There's no – the Cowboys have been 12-5 and in the last Uh, three years. Can you make a conference championship game before we even think about you in this debate, Jim? By the way, did you hear uh, who your team's interviewing for defensive coordinator? No, I have not. Rex Ryan. Oh, hey, get him out the booth. The absolute glory hole. I'll take it. That's fine with me. They have they have the right defense. They, they, they just need a little bit more motivation. They'll be fine. All right, now I'm hanging up on you. I don't want to make sure I've got to be the one to hang up on Jim instead of him trying to do it to us. Uh, what do we think about that? Rex Ryan, Cowboys? I mean, he would add some spice to Eagles, Cowboys. Yeah, and he would have a lot to say. But how much how much of a voice would you actually give Rex? Because, you know, he likes to talk. Yeah, and as a, a DC, like a whole lot of like, I don't recall Coach Quinn doing a whole lot of talking. 
Yeah, but Rex finds the microphone. He yeah, like, he he's does. like a magnet. Well, but would that be a problem for the McCarthy? Because you you have dueling personalities. Not I, a problem for think. McCarthy. A problem for someone else. Well, the owner. Yeah, he loves the mic more than anybody else. He barely yeah. lets McCarthy get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's all, it, yeah. All I know is if Rex did end up down in Dallas, there's no question we would get a hot mic with him ripping Sirianni or Hurts. Another bounty gate? Oh. I mean, that was his father. He's going to reignite the Eagles-Cowboys rivalry, the Ryans. That would we, be throwing a Ryan into the Eagles-Cowboys is like throwing k- kerosene on with a match. I mean, it just it just makes it... I kind of want it to happen just for the fun of it. I mean, Rex Ryan and the Eagles-Cowboys rivalry would be fun. Herb in the Northeast. What's up, Herb? i tell you something right now. If Buddy Ryan was still living, okay, he and and his his son went for that job in Dallas. Mm-hmm. You know what he would say to his son? What do you think? Boy, let me tell you something. I'm taking you out of the will, okay? That's what he would say. I'm taking you out of my will, okay? Because Buddy would not stand for that. Anybody that's from his family to coach the Cowboys. But, but You're probably you know right on that, Herb. He would he not probably, like it. You know what? He probably needs money. He probably blew a lot of money from the Jets. So he probably needs money. That's why. Why would he be coming out? He got a nice little job on Sunday morning, you know. And game yeah, maybe game maybe he is harder for cash. You never know. He's probably <laughs> hurt. Yeah, he's, his wife <laughs> probably told him, you better get a job. You better get <laughs> He get better get a job. <laughs> Big guy, uh, two, three hundred thousand or half a million they pay for these coordinators, you know, at least. You're probably some right about that, Herb. You, you may, you're probably are, right. Some of them are probably getting like a million, million and a half. Oh, some, I think the good ones get a lot, yeah. a lot, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, he's probably looking for a contract. But, uh, listen, the Eagles offensively are only – I would say they're right now what they need to be successful next year. Offensively, they're about four players away, okay? And defensively, we know what they need. They're going to need, you know, six or seven players, eight players, whatever it is from the draft and from free agency, but we got to get guys that can tackle. Now, you know, guess who called me last night at 9 o'clock? Who's that? Your boy, one of your ex boys, Johnny Mark. How's he doing? He said and he's doing good. He did a he did an hour interview with me on the uh, on the YouTube. Oh, one good. Gave him a whole hour. A whole hour. I was on with one of his new partners or something. Good. Yeah. What did he pay you? He didn't pay me <laughs> nothing, man. I, it's about my book. It's about the book. I'm oh, reading. it's a well, book promotion. Book. I get it. Because right. Joe didn't come through. No, no, we're we're working through things. We're working through this. I'll check it out on YouTube, Herb. You and Johnny Marks, I like that. What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm just, I'm just saying. I, you know, you ain't come through. I just didn't know if if Marks is paying his guests. No, it was the same. But you, he asked you first, though. I'm gonna let me tell you in that book. I'm gonna have a picture with me and and Harry Gamble. Remember Harry Gamble, you? Yes. Remember Harry, old man Harry. Yes. When uh, Brayman ran the team, you know that. You remember that. I do. Yeah, I got a picture with him right outside the ton of the big bubble, you know, the big bubble they toured. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.